0: I always felt like an outsider in my family. Maybe it was because my mother was widowed before I was born, or because I was never close to my siblings. It could have been because I was born out of wedlock to a father I never knew. Or maybe I was just different. My mother Ina was born into an Irish family, and her maiden name was Lynch. There were two Lynch sisters, known as the Pretty Miss Lynch and the Other One. My mother was the other one. Her sister Josephine's good looks had such pulling power, they charmed a monk into climbing over the wall of his monastery at Buckfastley and marrying her. My mother's first husband, Albert Merritt, known as Bertie, who worked in the City of London, died of leukemia in 1938, leaving behind five children. Edward was twelve years older than me, and I never got to know him very well. Then came Gloria who tragically died at just 19 hours old. Next was Fleur, who was eight years older than me. Then Brian, and finally Rafe. I was a war baby, born on the 12th of February 1940, from Oakland's Road in Bexley Heath, Kent. In the 1940s, an illegitimate child brought huge social stigma, especially if you were a Catholic, It must have been very difficult for my mother when I arrived. How she coped, I don't know. And a mystery surrounds the identity of my birth father. I was never told anything about him, although just after my mother's husband Bertie died, his former employer, Shaw, Savile and Albion, offered my mother a place on the maiden voyage of a brand new liner, the Dominion Monarch. She set sail early in 1939 and spent some time in New Zealand and Australia, returning to England in June 1939, so it seems likely she got pregnant while she was away. My mother's faith and her strong Irish character must have stood her in good stead through this challenging time. And there was also a man waiting in the wings. Albert Joseph had been Bertie's closest friend, and I'm sure it was a relief to my mother when they married in 1942, and I could be passed off as his son. Very soon after the wedding, I acquired a younger brother, when baby John Joseph arrived. My earliest memories are of being in a large silver cross perambulator, the height of luxury for an infant in those days. By the time it had passed down the family to me, it had a distinctive smell, a redolent mix of leather and baby powder, I was cared for by Nanny Hawkey, who had previously looked after my siblings. I adored her. She used to rose me to sleep by stroking my face and saying, Rose petals? Can you feel the rose petals, Norman? Even though I was a toddler, Nanny Hawkey seemed to delight in my sensitivity and imagination, which made me rather different from the rest of my family, a characteristic that always exasperated my mother. In 1943, when I was three, we were evacuated. My older brothers were sent to a farm in Norfolk, and Fleur was taken in by my Aunt Josephine. Along with my mother, Albert Joseph, and new baby John, I was relocated to Leicestershire. Just after we arrived, I became ill with meningitis and was sent to Leicester Royal Infirmary. I was terrified to be left there all alone. At just three years old, I desperately needed someone to comfort me, but there was no provision in those days for parents to stay with their sick children, and visiting hours were strictly enforced. My treatment was to have boiling hot poultices applied to my body every three hours, an indescribably painful experience, I still have nightmares of the white-clad nurses standing around my bed and the burning, dusty smell as they applied the poultices. I used to scream with pain, but perhaps the treatment saved my life.